0: Hello, my friends, Skip here for another episode of the Matrix Has You podcast, Uh, a podcast that hopefully uh, helps you understand the reality that you're in. Uh, That's a complex statement and uh we approach very complex ideas in this particular podcast uh, so i i hope that uh, for those few of you that are brave enough to listen uh those few of you who can grasp some of this uh i i i thank you and i uh I send you good energy, prayer, and good thoughts, uh, because when you look at the nature of reality in the mysteries of life, you're really setting sail on a vast ocean. You are entering unknown territory, Uh, and I have entered that territory many times myself. It is a scary pursuit to set off to understand reality and it is life-jarring when you finally have that epiphanal moment when you understand that the reality that we've been living in, the reality that we have been taught the reality that has been established for us to live out our 75, 85, 95 years in, uh, if we're lucky, uh, that that reality is based in a sense of falsehood. It's based in a falsehood. And it is based in, in that falsehood Because it has been constructed by uh, we humans, including me, including you, we humans, who for the most part uh, have not and did not come into spiritual maturity before we formed uh, these societal uh, notions, these understandings of reality. Uh, That might be a convoluted way of saying that the reason the reality we find ourselves in is false is because it was constructed by people who were living out of a false reality, a lack of awareness of who they really are. Uh, And that's why, you know, after millennia upon millennia of human experience, uh, we still have things like poverty and racism and sexism and ageism. We still view the world through hierarchical ways of understanding where some people are better and some people are worse. We still employ things like shame and guilt to affect change. We still uh, practice punitive punishment rather than restorative justice. Uh, We're shocked when kindness is offered us and skeptical when people are kind to us, believing they have some agenda. I mean, if you don't believe that we live in a false reality, just watch the nightly news and you will see story after story about how we do not act out of not just the better angels of our nature, to quote Abraham Lincoln, but we are devoid of really knowing who we are. And we perpetuate this sort of ignorance by constructing a reality out of ignorance. And hear me, I don't mean ignorance as a pejorative. I don't, I don't mean it as an insult. We have constructed a world. We have constructed our societies out of a lack of awareness. And uh, I hope you hear the conviction in my voice when we talk about this because I I firmly believe it. I firmly believe that we have made our societies, uh, made the pillars of these societies, you know, the sort of foundational understandings of societies, the, the economics, the religion, the education, that all of these things are false, uh, not because they're evil or something, but because they're constructed out of a lack of awareness. And they are perpetuated in a lack of awareness. So let's talk about what it means to be aware, what it means to be awake, to what it means possibly to be a Buddha, the awakened one, the Christ. Uh, You know, I am of the belief that religion is not about belief. (laughs) I know that sounds strange. uh, But it's about being. That true spirituality is about being something, being the Buddha mind, being the Christ mind, being... On the journey to awakening and awareness, and what that awakening and awareness is—that that these great leaders, these great teachers, are inviting us to—is, you know, a, a, a place, a, a way of thinking, a way of being that sees reality for what it is and invites us to live out of the true reality that we're built for. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm some enlightened being, but my sense of what the word enlightenment means, what it means to be aware or awake, is really to come to the understanding that we are something other, uh, I, I, you know, part of me wants to say something more, but I don't want to use that sort of dualistic terms. Uh, but we, we are already uh, beings of love, and we just don't know that because we keep trying to learn how to be the best expression of ourselves within the context of a falsehood, of dualism. And so there is a journey, there is a, there is a spiritual quest going on in each human being. And that spiritual quest is to come to the fullest expression Of who we are as human beings, to come to an awareness and an awakeness that the reality that we have created as human beings is not the reality uh, of the true self. The reality of the true self, and it can be lived out here, I'm convinced of it, is a reality of love. I, I really believe it. And to whatever degree we can let go of our preconceived notions of reality is the degree we can begin to be the loving beings, the loving uh, Buddhas, the loving Christs that we are built to be, that we are created to be. Now, I don't know if life itself is the process of becoming this, I, I'm inclined to think so. I'm inclined to think that this false reality at least serves some purpose as we grow out of it and into a more broad understanding of reality. Uh, but I, I believe that when Jesus said, told us that uh, the path is narrow, what he's really talking about is it is difficult to let go of the reality that we have established for ourselves. You know, Jesus will say things, and, and Buddha will live this out, This, these notions of, of leaving one's family. Uh, you know, we can look at that metaphorically if we want. We can look at it literally. Uh, my take on those passages, my take on that understanding, is what they're saying is that we... We have to come to a place where we have to uh, see in a new way the relationships we're in, the relationship with the world, the relationship with other people, the relationship to ourselves. I don't know if, I don't think that means total joy and laughter all the time. Because I I think as long as we're in this world, we are working on becoming more aware. We are working on becoming more Christ-minded, more Buddha-minded, which I believe to be the awareness that the reality we're in is not real, that it's illusion, an illusion we've created, and that to live out of a sense of love, a sense of, of compassion, a sense of awareness and kindness is really who we are. Now, I can tell you, folks, in all sincerity, uh, I don't live there all the time. I fall into petty anger. I fall into petty jealousy. Uh, I fall into fearful thinking. I fall into thinking that there's not enough, uh, enough money, enough food, enough love, uh, I fall into uh, fits of shame, anger and guilt. But there are moments. And thank God they are more frequent than they used to be when I can sit and I can deliver a podcast like this and and tell you without hesitation that there is a reality that is based out of truth and love and justice and hope, and generosity, and kindness. And that that's who we really are. You and I, and every being created. We are beings of love. But you see, we can't understand that as long as we are trying to learn within the context of a of a broken uh, World, a a broken curriculum, if you will, a broken programming, if you want to use sort of technology terms, that we have misprogrammed this reality. And until we understand that, until we come to the understanding that uh, the religious systems, the educational systems, the economic systems the hierarchical systems we have employed in this world to try to make sense of this world, these things have actually interfered with who we are, and they have stunted our growth spiritually. They have stunted our growth uh, as spiritual beings. So few people become the Buddha mind So few people become the Christ mind. So few people understand uh, enlightenment or awareness because they keep trying to find it within the context of a false reality. And you cannot find something that is true in something that is false. I'm going to say that again. You cannot find the truth in what is false. So what is false? Well, I'm going to make a bold statement here, but I believe it, that everything we have learned about being human, everything we've been taught in the world about uh, spirituality, about religion, about economics, about uh, class, about hierarchy, about education, it's all wrong. It's all wrong because it's based in a sense of dualism. It's based in uh, a sense of shame and guilt. It's based in uh, the world's ideas of success uh, and failure, the haves and the have-nots, the winners and the losers, uh, the ups and the downs, those who are chosen and those who are not, those who are saved and those who are not. Those who are enlightened and those who are not, that's all false. That is all a false notion of reality. That these things do not really exist in reality. That because you have been given a title or a certificate... Or a degree does not make you any better or any worse than anyone else, because you might have some wealth or a perfect body uh, because you might be uh, more intelligent than some other people that means nothing because when it comes down to it folks when i and and I believe this too, I am convinced of this too what it really comes down to, is the capacity to love. The capacity to love as much as we can without condition, without judgment. And I will tell you that that is very rare. It is very rare. It's about loving others and loving ourselves without needing to judge demean or belittle or compare ourselves to others or to our own failures or our own successes. It's about living free from those thoughts and those notions and that creation that we have collectively created that I call the matrix. It is the false reality. I believe when Jesus is led to the desert or Buddha is led under the Bodhi tree, what they discover is this. And I know that's, that's a pretty bold statement to make, but here's what I think they really discovered. I think they discovered that the way the world is is false. And when Jesus walks out of the desert and begins his ministry, when Buddha becomes enlightened under the Bodhi tree, what they have simply learned is this, that there is another reality that, that we can live out of, that we can grow into, that we can be a part of, where one can love, one can love one's enemy, one can be compassionate, one can uh, speak truth, one does not have to shame themselves, one does not have to live in guilt, one does not have to carry the baggage uh, of a past that one can be free. I've seen people come very close through 12-step programs, through good um, uh, counseling Uh, I have seen people uh, who have reached this place where they are free Um, I have also seen many of those folks fall back into these notions of dualism Um, the path is narrow it's very narrow And it's difficult to travel because it calls for us to let go of what we think is real. And that's hard, folks. We all have these perceived notions of things. We have perceived notions of what religion really is. We might even have high and lofty ideals of what religion or spirituality is. But as long as those ideals are based in dualism... They will fail us. We might have lofty ideas of what it means to be uh, political, what it means to be a, a servant leader, what it means to, to help other people. We may have these lofty, wonderful ideas, but they're still based in dualism. They are still based in, I'm going to help the have-nots. I'm going to help people have a better life. Now, that sounds noble, and it is, but it is within the context of the matrix. It's easy to be a very noble person inside of something that's false. It's also easy to be a very false and shallow person inside something that's false. And so I invite you to think beyond dualism, to think beyond right and wrong, to think beyond good and bad. And I know that's tough stuff, but I really do believe that to be the awakened one, to be the aware one, we have to be able to at least consider that there is a world beyond our own shame, beyond our own guilt, beyond racism, beyond dualism, Beyond poverty. Now, I'm not saying that we reject the world and let people go hungry. We have karma. <laughs> we, we have to be kind here. Here is where we are at. But I'm going to leave you with a thought. When Jesus says, be in the world but not of it, this is what he is talking about. I'm convinced of it. That we have to be in this world, we have no choice. But we cannot be of it. We cannot be of this world. Because, folks, the truth of the matter is, this world's false. We have to function in it. We have to pay bills in it. We have to love our families. We have to do what is right, yes. But we, we have to live out of our most authentic self. And that is a self that is beyond the dualism of this world the Christ mind, the Buddha mind, the aware, the awakened. Thank you, my friends, for your time. Uh, Please do take care of yourself, and we will talk to you later.